0: Oops, all Brandons. It it's just me. I'm I'm the only one here right now. So uh buckle up. We're doing this. Welcome back to another episode of Two Guys Top Five, where we take everything movies and we make them into lists. I am your host, Brandon Winkleman, and today I am alone. So that means we're going to be doing my top five. It's very weird talking to myself, I'm going to be very honest with that, but due to some scheduling errors and the fact that I blew two tires in 12 hours, we weren't able to actually get together this week, so we figured, why not break this old tidbit out? So if you don't want to listen to this, that's fine, just wait two weeks, we'll have another thing up, but in the meantime, I'm going to talk about some of my favorite movies. And I'm going to start by saying that I'm going to exclude franchises from this list, mainly because i i mean i love the star wars movies i love the john wick movies i love the alien movies but i can't i don't think it would be possible to do it justice by separating just one and deciding that that is the logical thing to do so i'm just going to exclude them it's just easier that way for me and everybody else so yeah i'm going to do it that way and uh these aren't these aren't my I wouldn't say top five best movies personally. I I'm just choosing the ones that I go back to over and over again because I just I enjoy the hell out of them. And that is that's where I'm sitting. So these these five are going to be the ones that I just enjoy the most and I mean I think they're the best, but probably not what you guys are thinking. So I I just Let's get into it, I guess. I mean, I don't... It's going to be a shorter one, because it's just me, and I have nobody to riff off of. So... Yeah. I watched Shrek 2 recently. There's that. It's the European version. For some reason, they have the European version of Shrek 2 on all the streaming services, so they have replaced, like, two voices in it, and it's just... It's weird. I don't understand why they did that. It just doesn't make sense to me, and... I digress, that's a whole nother issue for a whole nother day. So, uh, well, bless you. I'm also joined by my cat, so if you hear a cat screaming in the background, it's not because I'm neglecting him, it's because I'm just not... paying attention to him, am I? No. Okay. <laughs> God, he was right, this is weird. So, let's get into it. I will start off with my number five, Walk Hard, The Dewey Cox Story. Now, you're probably wondering why the hell I chose Walk Hard, The Dewey Cox Story. It's a really dumb... Dumb comedy by uh, with uh, John C. Riley, and it is essentially spoofing *Walk the Line* and a bunch of other docu- like mockumentaries about not mockumentaries but biopics about singers and musicians. But it's just it follows this larger-than-life musician who cut his brother in half with a machete when he was a kid, and then he learned to play the blues because of it, and he went on to create rock and roll and do all these things that other people were credited for. And John C. Riley is just a fucking treat throughout the entire thing. And I. It's just. It's a feel good movie that I just love. It's. Jokes are always there. It's still something I say to people all the time. It's just the perfect John C. Riley comedy. And I will fight anybody who says otherwise. Now, I mean, I'm putting it at number five because it is a John C. Riley comedy. It's not super. Great. The songs are phenomenal. I still listen to them. I still love everything about it. But it's still a you know a shitty John C. Riley comedy, and I can't bring myself to bring it any higher. So I'm just gonna set it there at number five. Walk Hard: The Dewey Cox Story. Moving on to number four is a recent addition to the list, actually, and it is Overlord. Now I know I've screamed enough about Overlord because it is phenomenal and it is slowly rising up and up the top of this list but it is so good i i can't talk enough about how good overlord actually is it is in my opinion the predator of our generation and i will continue to say that because if i mm, i've said it before if i didn't know that it was about what it's about going in, I never would have saw that coming, and it's done so masterfully, all the practical effects are there, it's beautifully shot, it's wonderfully paced Uh, it's just so goddamn good and it's it's, it's a must-see movie, I guarantee you will love it, even if you, I mean, it's a little violent yeah, I know, it's a little violent for some people I guess I mean the gore is pretty heavy but it is also technically a zombie movie so you kind of got to be ready for that but Overlord is about a platoon of soldiers who airdrop into France before D-Day in order to destroy a radio tower but when they land everything goes to hell and they've realized that it's not just a radio tower it's an underground laboratory where they're doing all these secret experiments on people and it's Oh, it's just so good. I I can't shout enou- enough about Overlord. So I'm going to stop before I continue to shout about Overlord. And before I say Overlord more. And I'm just going to say it right there. That's my number four. Overlord. And moving on to number three. We're sticking in that same vein. We have The Thing. John Carpenter's The Thing. The 1980s version. It is one of the best done movies ever. I... I can't say it enough. It, the practical effects are astonishing. Everything about it is suspenseful. It, even watching it you know 30, 40 years later, wherever the hell we are now, time is an illusion. It's still terrifying. And, and that stands to reason that is just a perfect movie. Everything about it, it's, every decision that was made making that movie is just so good. And I can't think of any other movie that has done that for me as far as horror goes because it's just horror tends to age poorly in my opinion you get to these points where the special effects start to look bad and you get all these different combinations of things that make the movie less terrifying and it starts to become funny because i mean it it's not believable but there's just something about the sliminess and the gore and the practicalness of... I mean, even casting a man who was missing both his arms for the scene where a guy's arms get chopped off, like, it becomes this tangible, real experience that you just can't walk away from. It's so good. Yeah, the thing... I suppose I should talk about it. The thing is about a group of Arctic scientists who come across the base of a bunch of Swedish scientists who are all dead from a mysterious thing, but only a dog is left alive. So they rescue the dog and bring it back. And as they're exploring this Swedish, like, camp, I guess, they come across more indications of it's an otherworldly thing that was frozen in the ice and when they get back to the base things start to go wrong everybody starts to turn into this creature from space, the thing and it is oh, bone chilling, Kurt Russell's amazing he always is, everybody else is great, Wilford Brinley's in it, so I mean take that as you will and uh yeah, I mean that's all I got really got to say about the thing it's phenomenal, it's great you should watch it, that's my number three So moving on to my number two, Uh, I've talked about it before, of course, The Fifth Element. Fifth Element is my number two. It is the pinnacle of sci-fi movies, in my opinion, it is wonderfully creative, every bit of it is just fresh and original, and it's so good, Mila Jovovich is phenomenal in it, Bruce Willis is great, Uh, Chris Tucker... Honestly, the best choice for that character. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, he's annoying, but that was the whole point. He's a shock jockey. He's supposed to be annoying. I don't, I don't get the people who have complaints about that. But he's great in it, and it's just so imaginative. Gary Oldman as the villain. Oh, everything about his performance is just so good. That slight Southern twang he puts on, it just adds to his character, who's just oozes evil in a corporate sense more than like a all-seeing evil presence which is a fresh take on sort of the villain like archetype that is just so good and it is masterfully done the the effects didn't age perfectly but they work just enough so that you don't really question it because there's enough special effects and costumery and makeup and masks, everything is still there. It's just the the minor CGI, because it was a 90s movie that it just didn't hold. But I still love that movie so much. It is... So, the fifth element is about... It takes place in the future. A bunch of alien races are all the things, but Bruce Willis plays an ex-cop who is a taxi driver now, who has the perfect being, I guess you would call it, Milo Jovovich, fall into his taxi cab, and then he's sent on this wild ride, essentially, out of sheer I mean, he was, he's kind of forced into it. He he doesn't w- seek it out. It just starts to take over his life, and he has nothing more to do, because his taxi cab's basically just, his taxi cab is destroyed, and he just lost his job, and he has nothing better to do, and he falls in love with this girl who falls into his taxi, and he basically just follows her to the end of the earth to help her and help out the world, and it's just so, so good. And I, I can't say much more about it because it is just it is a movie that needs to be seen it is the the best sci-fi movie in ever if you ask me and that's that's just where I sit with it and moving on to the number one should be no surprise for anybody but my number one is Big Trouble in Little China another John Carpenter movie uh, it, is, it is a movie that I saw way before I should have seen it I saw it when I was probably about 5 or 6 and it kind of fucked me up I used to think or have nightmares about Lopan who is the villain of the movie and it is just so out there and so bizarrely different it's this weird fantasy new age thing where it combines like all this chinese mythology and other things into this weird package with Kurt Russell as a catalyst for it that he is a reluctant hero yet again, who's kind of thrust upon this because I mean, he's there. He's Jack Burton, baby. What else do you want? Uh, So, Big Trouble in Little China follows Jack Burton, who is a truck driver who stops in Little China to uh, basically just gamble and hang out, and then things go wrong and he gets his truck stolen, and he also gets involved with his friend who's there, whose bride is coming over from China, and she gets abducted by this clan who is using her to bring back their leader who is Lopan, who is a demon who is trapped in an old man's mortal body, but with the blood of a green-eyed Chinese woman he's able to become whole again. It's utterly bizarre, and the special effects are there, and the writing is so witty. Jack Burton has to be the most realistically written human being in any movie he is just the way he reacts to seeing monsters and people doing kung fu and shooting lightning out of their hands is just the epitome of the way anybody would react to it it's disbelief it's what what is What is that what oh come on and it is just it's my favorite movie and i, I mean I, I can't be swayed otherwise i'll watch it anytime i have a weird fascination for it it's definitely a cult classic and it's just the best i can't say much more about it i will say however that i'm very disappointed that the rock dwayne mr johnson is trying to carry on big trouble in little china without anybody in it and like i don't necessarily think that needs to happen I don't think that needs a continuation sure they kind of set it up at the end to have something but there's no reason that you need to do it Uh, it's just me so with that all being said my number one is Big Trouble in Little China so I'm gonna run those back real quick for you Krispy Kreme break it down number five we're sitting at Walk Hard the Dewey Cox story what did you just put in your mouth? gum you ain't chewing no gum Candy? What did you put in your mouth? It's PCP! Oh, you just said! Wow! I'm going to town! At number four, we've got Overlord. Coming in at number three, we've got the thing. Coming in at number two, we have the fifth element. what was this thing with all these numbers? It's 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 a it's a no 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 because if it was a bomb, the alarms will go off because all these hotels have bomb detectors, right? And of course, topping it all off at number one, we have Big Trouble in Little China. We will come out no more. What? Huh? We'll come out no more. Come on. Damn it. And, you know, I. Kurt Russell heavy list, I I see, I know. I mean, Wyatt Russell's in The Overlord. So it's. The Russell family's just good. I love them. I love them. I, I can't get enough. And I'm very excited to see where Wyatt Russell goes because he could totally do a Jack Burton thing, and he could totally. Oh, I'm just. I'm very excited. I'm very ready for Wyatt Russell. Otherwise, I mean, that's that's the list. That's where I'm sitting. Things will change. Things will move. But right, I don't think Big Trouble will ever be toppled, and I don't know if that's a good thing. I mean, I, I take everything with a grain of salt, but I just. I love that movie. I mean, I could probably talk about a few honorable mentions while I'm here. I mean, I, there's just so many fucking good movies out there, guys. And, and, and to put them all in a single list of five is incredibly, incredibly hard. I have subcategories, I have, you know, animations, I have horror movies, I have comedies. It's just, it's hard to say that five movies are on the top of all the other movies, because you're never, you're never in the mood to watch, you know, just those five movies. You're in the mood to watch something else, unless it's Big Trouble in Little China, and then you're just right in there, and you want it. So, I mean, on top of that, like, if you ask me what I prefer, I'll tell you, but these are my top five for now. So, that's what we're gonna get. Uh, As always, thank you to Hoodie Allen for the use of your song uh, Movies off the album People Keep Talking. If you want to send us some list suggestions, God knows we could use them because we are suffering people, seriously. Like, I'm only doing this because we couldn't think of something. Just send us the list. It doesn't matter what it is. We will do it. Just email it at 2 guys top 5 at gmail.com. Or go to the website 2 5com we'll have some more reviews coming up soon. Uh, we got a Instagram now, so I, I don't know what we're doing with that, but we'll start doing stuff with that. Follow us on Twitter at 2 guys top 5 Go to our Facebook page, 2 guys top 5 I am at Winky on Twitter. Lucas is at Lucas Swanson. Nice and simple. Nice and easy. That's the way we do it. Uh, next episode will be uh Let me just double check this real quick. This will be the 6th. so That'll be up on the 20th. So the next episode will be up on the 20th. Maybe we'll do rom-coms. I don't know. I guess you'll have to wait and find out. Otherwise, that's all I got for you guys. Sorry, this is a short one. Sorry, this is uh, just me. I hope you guys stuck through it. Um, let me know what your guys' top fives are right now. Like, what are you feeling? What all-time favorite movie? If you had to sit down and watch a movie right now, what would it be? Let us know. We'll, uh, we'll keep track of that. Otherwise, uh, take care, be good, watch more movies. We love you guys. What'd you think, Booker? What'd you think, Booker? What'd you think? what you do? Oh! you Fine. And that's the end.